All right, guys. Welcome again to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Rai. And today I have my good friend and super master of influence, super salesperson, super negotiator, Joe Marku. Joe, welcome to the uh, program. I'm so thrilled to be here. And I'm giving you my you know, my my logo and my sign of respect in the dojo. This is Osh. This means high, highly respected to, to see you, my friend. So great to see you. And so great to be here, everybody. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to be on this podcast. So yeah, thanks for having me. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all of my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it, and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. Guys, Joe uh, Marku is a founder of what's called the SOS Dojo. It stands for sales objection system and really the dojo is where he trains and quote unquote spars with entrepreneurs from all over the country uh physicians uh entrepreneurs business owners and he's teaching of the skills and and you know he's being kind and you know really says yeah i'm i'm pretty good at sales but really he's a master of influence and how can you use influence you can use it to influence your family your friends your kids your business partners, you can use it in negotiations. And obviously you can use it to bring in more sales. So if you're a physician, you can use it to bring in more sales to your practice. Uh, you know, your cash-based practice, you can use it to enroll more people. So I'm really excited for this. So Joe, welcome to the show. Let's get right into it. Yeah. Thanks, man. Could you get into the space, man? You know what? I started off in the health and fitness and wellness space back when I was 17 years old. I started managing an exercise equipment, high ticket, high end exercise equipment retail store in Winnipeg, Canada. And then by the age of 20, I decided, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to open up my own store. And at 20 years old, I was selling treadmills for $6,000, $8,000 for people's homes. And then we started branching out into commercial sales. And I was really, really young. And I think about, about it now. I mean, I think of a 20-year-old. I mean, they're a child. Of course, now I'm in my 50s. 
And it's been a great road. It's been a great opportunity. And I've been able to help people to help inspire and empower them to live a better quality of life through the benefits of total health and exercise. That's still up on my vision board as I speak to you now. And what I've done over the, my, the, the years of my career, now the decades of my career, is learn from other masters. And I'm going to use masters like I've done work directly with Jim Rohn. If you don't know who Jim Rohn is, that is Tony Robbins's coach. Tony Robbins had a coach. It was Jim Rohn. So I got to work directly with Jim. I got, I worked with Brian Tracy, Bob Proctor, who unfortunately just passed away a a few weeks ago. Um, Mark Victor Hansen, T. Harv Ecker, uh, Jack Canfield, Zig Ziglar. These are people that I've shook hands with, talked with, had dinner with. And so, I mean, and I mean, this is the whole point. You, of course, through trial and error, I've also developed some of my own tactics and came up with this approach called the SOS. So over my career, I've been lucky enough to be a business owner. I've been lucky enough to work in companies where I was the top producer. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, you're a top producer. We want you to come and start doing sales training. Because after I sold my business and then I started working for a, a very large bicycle and fitness company, you might know a company called Trek. Trek bicycles. So they have a fitness division called Trek fitness, which changed over to vision fitness. And I was their, I was, I was their top salesperson and they started getting me to go to all over Canada and the United States, then into Europe, then into Asia. And I was doing sales in it. And then I developed this concept called army of one sales training. And within the army of one, everybody who's in sales right? You, you always get to a point where you're going to run into objections. And by far, it was the number one thing that people would run into. I'm running into an objection. It's too expensive. I can't afford it. I need to speak to my partner. I need to speak to my spouse. I need to speak to the boss. I don't know if this is going to work for me. What kind of so, deal can you give me? So, what so if let's, I buy let's, 10? Let's, let's jump into it right now, Joe, because I want to give absolute value to my yeah. listeners. Top five objections you've heard, the top five, that, the top five list of all time. The top, top five rejections. And these yeah. are, if I'm in real estate, I'm going to hear it. If I'm trying to sell uh, some Botox, I'm going to hear it. Yep. If I'm trying to, you know, if I'm trying to buy a car from some so salesperson, I'm probably going to give one of these things. Sure. Right. Or like, you know, if, uh, buying a home or uh, joining a practice. What are the top five of all time objections? Top five that we help people master within the first 12 weeks of our program are in order. It's too expensive. I can't afford it. I want to think about it. I need to speak to my spouse. What kind of deal can you give me? Those are the top five. All right. Say them again because I'm running them down right now. No problem. It's too expensive. Too expensive. I can't, I can't afford it. Uh huh. I want to think about it. I need to speak to my spouse. What kind of deal can you give me? Yes. Or, you know, and, and there's disguises to every objection. And there's, yeah, they probably, there's variations on these, right? They're Absolutely. Like, they they so say like, it in different ways. Somebody might say, wow, that's expensive. Uh, how much? Or dude, is that in pesos? I mean, it's, it's too expensive, <laughs> right? And then, and then you've got, you got, Hey, you know what? Uh, I need to think about it. I like to sleep on these things. Hmm. You know, I'm going to have to get back to you. So, so, I mean, so I'm going to have to get back to you. Does it mean that they're in or they're out? And you'd be amazed at how many people, and I'm going to ask you, the listener, do you want to be pushy? Probably not. Do you want to be aggressive? Probably not. You know you don't want to be passive. 
Because if you're passive, people are going to walk all over you. So what we teach in the dojo is how to be assertive. And there's a difference, right? What's the difference between passive and assertive? Passive is somebody walks all over you and you'll, you get ghosted. And you're just taking in lead after lead after lead and you're not converting. Aggressive is you're trying so damn hard and you're, you're making a bad reputation for yourself. How can I be assertive? And we give you a two-step process. And I'm going to give you guys today the two-step process of how to be assertive and yet still come across as someone who can influence and persuade without being pushy. So I'm going to give you the the goal is not to be salesy because at this point, people's BS meters are all the way here, man. Like I can, I can sense a sale, uh, something, someone who's, I would say someone who's salesy is someone who's inauthentic. Would you agree with me? Right. Yeah, the, the, this is very interesting. You know, the, the, the question of authenticity comes up a lot. And for us, what we want to do is we want to help people learn the notes of the song so that they can play the music. So what I mean by that is authentically, I want you to play the music. You can only start to play the music once you've learned the notes by heart. So I ask people this question. When you think of the song All Along the Watchtower, most people think of Jimi Hendrix, right? They think of that song. And what? And if you, you ask people who wrote the song, a lot of people answer me, oh, it's Jimi Hendrix. And it's actually, well, no, it's a Bob Dylan song. Jimi had to learn the notes, and then he played the music. So what we do in the dojo is we give you the notes, the scripts, we give you the techniques. And then what we work on, and this is the part that people forget. of the way we communicate is tone of voice and body language. Everybody's focused in on what do I say and what are the words that I use when somebody says I need to speak to my spouse? That's 7%. This is science, by the way. This is the Moravians, Albert Moravian's law of communication. This is all the way back from 1972. Nothing's changed. So, Joe, say that again, because I think there's a huge point here I want my listeners to take away from. It's about the science and art of communication. You so talk it. about what's verbal and what's nonverbal. Give me those. Right. So again. 55% of the way we communicate, whether you're watching this if, if this, or you're just listening yes. to it, right? At the end this of the is day. Either, this is going to be a YouTube and it's going to be a podcast. So there'll okay. be different reactions based on how they perceive Ab- information. Absolutely. I mean, so so if you're, if you're face-to-face with someone, there's nothing better than having a community to communicate with somebody because they can see your face. They can see your eyebrows. If you're using hand gestures or not, they can see the way that you're moving. And so that alone is powerful. 55% of the way we communicate is body language. This is why babies can look at someone and even without understanding the, what you're saying, they can understand if they're safe, if they're comfortable, if they can literally you can feel the vibe, as it were, of love. Well, 55% of the way that we communicate is body language. Then 38% of the way we communicate is tone. And part of tone also includes cadence. What is the speed of which you speak? What is your inflection? Is it a downward inflection? Or is it an upward inflection? And inflection will have an effect on the way that you speak. You, you persuade people. This is this is factual. So when we talk about the two-step process of the so SOS, language is language is such a small percentage then. Oh, le- the words that we use is only seven percent. 
So everybody says, hey, Joe, what do I say when I hear when somebody says, you know, I want to think about it? Well, it's it's truly not so much what you say, it's how you say it. And this is where the authenticity comes in, right? Because you can play the notes on a guitar or you can play the music of the song. So you're referring to the science of like, okay, you know, there's certain language patterns that you can say, but it's the art of how to put all these together in such a way that, look, you're really genuinely ethically trying to serve that person. Yep. If, if I have some life-saving strategy and this person's sort of resistant to that, but I know genuinely that if they did my program, whatever that is, maybe it's a, a diabetic reversal program that I would right. sell. Yeah. I know I can def- definitely help that person. And, but they're all in their head and they're all, you know, trying to, uh, they're, they're not, they're not, uh, really drop down at their heart. They're not connecting with me on a deeper yeah, way. The, then there's resistance. The, this is, it reminds exactly. It reminds me of a story. I was working with people in the funeral services industry and I was doing a presentation and a woman said, you know, well, how long have you been in the funeral services industry for? This is literally her tone with me. As opposed to, well, so Joe, how long have you been in the funeral services industry for, right? You notice a difference in tone? So her tone was accusatory, right in my face. And so I I took my two-step process. So first I acknowledged her and I said, you know what? I really appreciate that question. Acknowledge the person. I don't acknowledge the objection. So step one, acknowledge. Then I asked her a question. I said, do you believe that my experience in the funeral services industry has anything to do with my ability to help you master handling objections? And she had to reflect and she said, no. So, because I didn't have any experience in funeral services, just like I have people that are in the dojo that do rejuvenative rejuvenative medicine, um, chiropractors, people that do aesthetics. I'm not an expert in any of those fields. What I've been able to do for them though, is literally 10x their business because I know how to help them handle objections in their space. Because the objections, like you mentioned, are very similar. It's too expensive, can't afford it, want to think about it, need to speak to my spouse. What kind of deal can you give me? So whether you're selling cars, real estate, or you're selling your wife on the idea of where you're going out to dinner, (laughs) there's a way to be able to acknowledge and ask a question. And then we and we dig we dig deep. So what yeah. we do is we can do- you can can you give us uh, just a, a sampler platter, if you will, of sure. some strategies that they can use tomorrow, today, immediately. Yeah. Yep. Uh, maybe sure. to either answer these objections or just like how to influence someone. Like how do I influence so, my kids? How do I influence my wife or my spouse? Sure. So it, it, it comes down to acknowledge and ask a question. And a lot of this is mindset. And I want to be abundantly clear what we do in the dojo is we practice live so it's live role play based on the objection of the week and then what we do over time is we start doing stacking and then we master your your discovery process because once we get to ask the right questions we know what the pain points are then what happens at the end of any sales presentation or sales call you you mention the price and then when you mention the price no matter what the cost whether it's five thousand dollars or $500,000, people react. There's an, they react. And people, by the way, if you know your avatar really well, some people react on purpose because it's part of their negotiation strategy. 
So even if they think 500,000 is a great deal, I'm still going to react this way because they want to try to hammer you down. And here there's rules. One of the rules that we want to help people with is the fact that when emotions go up, what happens to your intelligence? Goes down. When emotions go up, intelligence goes down. So if you practice somebody going, what the hell? How much is that? Are you crazy? If, if you hear that on repeat, then when it happens in real life, you can keep your cool. And when somebody says, man, that's way too expensive, you can keep your cool and you go, hey, Vikram, thanks for letting me know how you feel. I'm just curious, what exactly are we comparing this to? Now, let me break this down for you, right? Somebody says, wow, that's expensive. I didn't agree with them. I thanked them for letting me know how they feel. Or I can say, yeah, I appreciate you giving me your opinion. What's my head saying? I'm saying no. So I'm using body language and, and I'm giving them a different message that they're picking up subconsciously, right? So I'm not going, thanks for letting me, I'm not agreeing with them with my, I'm not nodding yes, right? I'm going, well, thanks for letting me know. I'm, I'm looking, in my, the look on my face will be a little bit of confusion. Well, thanks for letting me know how you feel, Vic. I'm just curious, <laughs> what exactly are we comparing this to? Right. And I didn't say, this is the, the normal reaction. When somebody says, Vicar, man, that's expensive. People go, what are you comparing it to? Or they go, compared to what? And they're pushing people away with that yeah, that's, that's that's It's, it's uh, almost confrontational. Or the second op- reaction I see sometimes is, oh, uh, well, that's just our top tier program let me let me show you let me share with you a cheaper version of it now. right and they immediately to... drop down and negotiate right. against themselves and so so the steps are acknowledge and then ask the question so what we say is instead of going so what are you comparing it to and pushing people away in terms of being exclusive we encourage using the right words in the right tone so it's like well i'm Thanks for letting me know how you feel, Vic. I'm just curious. What exactly are we comparing this to? I didn't say you. I said we. And these little nuances as we practice them become second nature so that you don't even think. Like when you get to the black belt level in the SOS Dojo program, it's unconscious. You literally hear somebody say, hey, I need to speak to my spouse. And you know exactly what to say. You don't even think of it. It just comes out and it comes out as you. So it's like picking up a guitar or riding a bicycle. It becomes natural. And I really want to stack on what you're saying, Joe. So guys, one, you're not parroting Joe Marcoux. Like no. you know, he's going to teach you some strategy, but you're not here to just be a, a drone or a clone of him. <clears throat> Eventually you uh, imbibe these strategies into your own. You make it your own. You use your own, you know, um, your own phrases, phrases sayings. Yeah. Exactly. And the yeah. other thing is there's levels of uh, competency, right? There's unconscious incompetence. You don't know what the heck you don't know. Next right. is conscious incompetence. incompetence. Oh, you realize, oh my God, I don't know a lot, but I at least I'm aware of it. Then he what he's doing is like then his it's conscious competence where you're having to work at it. Yes, and it's like this is hard, but I'm, and I'm getting yeah. better at this. You're like thinking, okay, uh, someone's throwing a punch at you. You're you're physically thinking block and you block. And then there's like where you're just walking down the street and someone tries to throw a punch and you're still eating an apple and boom, your hand comes up, muscle memory. Muscle you don't memory. Even think about it exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that level that's called is, uh, unconscious un- competence, unconscious yeah. competence. Exactly. And we help people develop that in their own words, in their own style. So we can get give people the scripts to start with. And what we do is we do repetition, repetition, repetition. And then what we do is we take the scripts away 
And then we, we get people to practice it with different words, their own style. And then what we do is we practice with what we call perturbation. And perturbation means you can use whatever words you want. However, you're not allowed to go, um, uh, stutter, use the word, but, or excessive long pauses. And the reason why we say we can't use the word, but is because when you use the word, but after you acknowledge someone, you negate your acknowledgement. So for example, in the context of what I mentioned earlier, Vikram, it would be, wow, that's expensive. Hey, Vikram, thanks for letting me know how you feel. But what exactly are we comparing it to? My butt that I used would negate, thanks for letting me know how you feel. In other words, I really don't give a shit how you feel, part of my language. <laughs> and so, and, and really people aren't aware of this. And there's people that use the word butt so often and they wonder, why am I losing sales? It's because the... Our minds are powerful and the brain picks up on all of this stuff, including the words, but your body language, your tone of voice. And so we'll call people on, Hey, you know what? Change your inflection. Cause you're coming across like a real a-hole and they're like, what? It's like, and we record all our sessions. So it's like, watch the recording. It's like game film, listen to yourself. Yes. And suddenly it's like, yes. Oh my God, I had no idea. And we give a hundred percent money back guarantee. If you're if you're not growing your sales, we'll give you your money back because we know it works. So, Joe, the kind of doctors who listen to my podcast, you know, there may be plastic surgeons or dermatologists, estheticians. They are selling packages, you know, uh, of different services because these are not normally covered by insurance. Oh, uh, I got a lot of pay for play doctors. Yeah. In, in the and and sure. same thing with like, you know, we have people who are integrative functional, maybe they're high performance doctors, orthopedists, yep. PRP injections, regenerative medicine, like you said. Yeah. How are they utilizing these skill sets to improve their businesses? Great. I love it. Um, so first of all, some of them, some of them are what they're doing is they're not only for themselves learning this skill, they're getting their staff to learn the skills. They're getting their front line. And when I say frontline, I mean, imagine what would it take for someone who's answering the phone to then be able to get the appointment booked? Because mm. it's not just closing the sale. You still have to go all the way from the beginning. It's leads. Then are they setting the appointment? Are they showing up for the appointment? And then are you closing them? So we help everybody through the whole process. Lead, set, show, close. Because if the lead comes in, if you got an incoming call and somebody doesn't what we call give good phone, if you don't give good phone, you're out. Mm. So you got to give good phone. That's one of our sections in the dojo when, you, when you're in the Kaizen program. And what do you mean by give good phone? If you could just uh, not a problem. If your phone, of course, if you, you know, when you're answering the phone in an office, I'll give everybody a quick tip right now. You'll probably notice if you're watching this right now, Vikram is standing up, I'm standing up. Just by standing up, when you answer a phone call, your energy will change. It will shift to a higher level. And I don't care what it is you're selling. Now, again, I'm not suggesting that you need to be hopped up on cocaine here. I'm suggesting, <laughs> however, that you need to have good, positive energy that is attentive because in our world, and if you see it up on my wall, it's highest yeah. energy wins. Boom. Highest energy wins. So if you're standing up, versus sitting down, I promise you, if you just took this away from today, above and beyond the two-step of acknowledge and ask a question, if you stand up on every phone call, you're already going to give better phone. Giving good phone requires you to have great energy, be positive, and what else? Ask questions. 
because the giveaway that people have is they're not asking enough questions to be relatable. And then, of course, invite people to come in and book an appointment. Your, your job is to be able to give, and it's, and it's okay to give people, by the way, the pricing over the phone. Busy professionals are busy for a reason, and they're pros. If they're already professionals, they've got money that they, they're willing to spend. So if somebody calls into your office and they go, hey, I'm interested, like rejuvenative medicine. Listen, I'm, I, I've got a torn ACL. I don't want to go under the knife. Is there anything you can do for me? What would it cost? Now, you could have a range of pricing under that. And obviously, you'd, you'd probably want to get them to do a, come in for a consult. You don't want to just throw it out there and just give one single price and say, well, tell you what, I'm happy to get you some information. Would you like me to text it to you or would you like me to email it to you? So now what I'm doing is I have an opportunity, right? The person who's incoming, taking the phone call is now able to do what? Follow up. Most people just become blabbermouths and they just give, give, give too much info or they say, we don't give pricing over the phone. It's like, I'm happy to get you this, some, some pricing details and it's gonna depend on a, a few different factors here. However, I'll get you some details. How would you like me to send the information? Text or email? Now notice, Who's got control of the conversation when they've asked the question? And then they go, you know what? It sounds to me like your situation is a little bit specific. I think the best thing to do is for us to set up an appointment. I've got my calendar in front of me. I've got the availability tomorrow or Friday. What's better for you? I love it. It's A or B. It's not yes or no. No is not on the table, man. If you leave no on the table, people will opt for no. Now, if you want to go with no, you could use no-oriented questions. And we can, I'll give you an example of a no-oriented question because everybody thinks that they're in more control when they use no. So you could say something to the effect of, so would you be opposed to coming in tomorrow? No, perfect. Let's set up a time (laughs) that's better for you, right? So are you opposed? Would you be against? Yes. No, I'm not against. Like when I I do an income, when I do an outbound call and I call someone and I say, hey, Vikram, is now a bad time? No, perfect. Because nobody's, nobody's, if you say is now a good time, uh, right? So is now a bad time? No, it's not. It's fine. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 again, um, one of the things I teach a lot of my teams and on my different companies is decrease the friction, decrease the friction and provide sort of a four seasons Ritz Carlton service, but still be assertive and not passive. So that's guys, it. this has been an amazing conversation with Joe Marku, guys. Uh, Joe, as we're wrapping up here, um, you know, I've learned a ton. One, how to become master influence. I love the passive versus assertive distinction. I love the fact that you say you align, you acknowledge, but then you ask a question. It's almost like, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you t- uh, it's like a punch thrown at you, then a counter punch. It, it's um, that then, easy. It's right. that easy. This is the <laughs> SOS. There acknowledge, it is. ask a question. Yeah. And then we go through what, what are the top five objections? These, and there are variations on these, but if you know these five things, guys, you'll, your conversation will go so much easier, too expensive. Can I afford it? I want to think about it. Let me talk to my spouse and can I get a deal? Right. I love the fact that we talk about body language, 55% of it's body language, 30% tonality, and only 7% is the word you say guys. It's, it's, it's more about the rest of it. If you master the rest of it, you, you're golden. So how do they get to know more about you, Joe? Where do they find you? And, and what's the impact you want to have on the world? You know what? You can go and visit sosdojo.com. 
You can, you know, for those people that are listening and you're curious about the dojo, you can go to sosdojo.com forward slash Vikram and I'll get you a free session. You can come in and try it absolutely free and come in for a visit. We have groups that are happening several times a day, all five days a week. So we'll set you up with the, the appropriate group. You can meet with other docs or you can meet with people that are in real estate. You can meet with people that are high ticket coaches, variety of different people. And you can play and get taught by a black belt because I don't just do this myself. I've got a team of people that have earned their black belts. And what's interesting is I've even got doctors, by the way, that have earned their black belt and they're you, they're coming in and they're <laughs> nice. teaching the dojo principles one hour a week. What do you think it's done to their business by, because when you want to master something, what do you do? You teach it. Right. Right. So you can go to sosdojo.com forward slash Vikram and we'll get you in for a free session. And how, how do I want to change the world? By me helping you, the listener, the viewer, be a better communicator in the world that Vikram is in and in the world that I really care about, with, with which is, you know, the right minded people that want to vibrate at a high level. We're just helping people step across the starting line. So I don't believe that sales is about getting people to close and get to across the finish line. Most times it's starting something so that we can look at this long-term. And for me, it's really about helping people live a better quality of life. And that's what I want to do. I want to be able to help the world that way. Thank you, Joe. Man. My, my pleasure, my, man. Much love and respect, man. That's awesome. Guys, uh, listen to this episode again. It was awesome. And, and continue to stay phenomenal. Um, please uh, share the podcast with anyone you, who, who you think would benefit. And we'll, we'll catch you next time. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.